I'm Griffin. I'm Molly. And we're going into the Superverse. So Marvel woke up and heard everyone complaining. Phase four is going nowhere. We don't know where we're being taken on this wild ride. And they said, come on down to San Diego Comic Con because we got some stuff to tell y'all. And DC was like, can we come? Are we invited? <laughs> He's like, um, we don't have Superman yet, but we'll, we'll come. We'll hang out. We have The Rock. Yeah, guys. He's really strong. <laughs> People love him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're they going to be very happy no matter what happens in that movie. And also, here's Shazam. Um, and we hope, we hope that's enough because... Because it took us three years to get Shazam 2 made. It did, and also we know that there's this Flash movie, but uh, somehow Ezra Miller has been banned from entering the state of California. That's not real, but, you know, maybe. So, I mean, there is an arrest warrant they're, missing. They're missing in action, uh, so just hold off on that. And uh, nothing else is happening. I, DC is perpetually shooting 18 movies, and I don't know what's going on with any of them. Um, but not to dump on them too much because we did like Shazam and I'm pretty excited for the second one. I haven't watched the trailer for it yet. So I, that does say something about how, I, how excited I am for that versus the trailers that we got from Marvel this weekend. But hey. So that's been DC discussion. Yeah. Look, if you're upset, take it up with them because they're not giving us a whole lot of material. <laughs> Meanwhile back on the Marvel side of the floor. Back at Hall H, I believe. That's where they do all their big presentations. Um, we've got a, a bit of a triumphant return. Um, they, of course, have a history of doing these big like slate reveals at Comic-Con. Um, they did it back in 2014 when they revealed like all of Phase 3 and Infinity War and Civil War and all that fun stuff. And they did it again in 2019 when they dropped the stuff about blade and uh fantastic four and the mutants like having rights to that back and announcing a whole bunch of shit there and now we're here um and quite frankly we're probably not even done with our marvel news because we still have d23 later and they like to save some of that stuff for their own show um but they did give us a lot I was not expecting much. I was like, yeah, we'll probably get a Black Panther trailer. Um, which and, we did. Which we did. And we got the She-Hulk trailer as icing. Second or, uh, trailer. Yeah, second trailer for that. Um, but then, I don't know, there were already a lot of shows and movies that we had heard about, but they didn't have dates attached, so we got some updates on that. But we also got some entirely new stuff that I don't think a lot of people were anticipating. Yeah, so we'll kind of talk about... She-Hulk and Black Panther first, since that's closing out phase four. Plus, we have those trailers to uh, discuss. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's cover She-Hulk first, because that show starts in, like, three weeks or so. Um, it's going to be another nine-episode, like, 30-minute episode, and knowing Disney Plus is 30-minute episodes, if it's like WandaVision, a 20-minute episode with 10 minutes of credits. Uh, so that's what I'm expecting. Um, they said it's going to be like a lot more comedy focused. Um, obviously, like a lot of fourth wall breaking coming from Jennifer Walters. Yeah, uh, and we're going to play some like games while we do this episode. 
One I'm stealing from another podcast I listened to called Half Full, Half Empty um, from Make Me Smart podcast where they say, like, are they half full or half empty on, like, this new thing coming out? So we'll also do, like, some would-you-rathers. But first and foremost, half full, half empty on talking to camera in the show. Half full. I'm so half full. Really? Yes. As far as I know, like... People are like, oh, it's going full Deadpool. And then you have people that are like, She-Hulk originated that shit in the comics. Fourth wall breaking, super meta commentary. That's always how that character has been and the stories have been told. Well, I'm half full on that, but then I'm half empty on her than being in any other series or movie because no one else will be doing that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the same thing for Deadpool. Um, You have to know when to pull that back i don't see that being a thing in any team-up movies or crossovers that she's in because that would just you can't do that like it makes sense if it's yeah in her own life i would really hope that they wouldn't even try you can just have the character be like self-referential and funny without like literally speaking to the audience okay then fine you've convinced me it's a different thing you know we haven't had any because, you know, Deadpool will be in the MCU eventually, but he's not yet, so we haven't had a character do this. And I, I feel like it's a good outlet for it. I really like the tone of the show that they've presented so far. I think the trailer was almost entirely episode one. I hope so, anyway. Um, it was, like, training with Bruce. her cousin Bruce. Yeah. Um, one thing that came up that I think could potentially be huge and connects with Ms. Marvel is that People are popping up with all these powers now everywhere, and I'm guessing damage control is going to be in this as well. Most likely. Um, so, like, what what is happening? Are they all mutants? Because that's what Ms. Marvel kind of established. Yeah, um, I think so. I mean, unless they just take a weird route of being like, people have superpowers now, and we're not going to connect it to this giant plot point that we just set up in our last show. I think it's got to be. And then there's, like, Hong? Wong. Wong. Like, like gathering forces. Like, so what, he's collected Shang-Chi? Yeah. Who else? Just him? I mean, <laughs> yes, that's it. But he's showing up <laughs> in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's clearly got his, his fingers on the pulse of whatever's happening in the world right now. But at the same time... Like, this is a different thing than what he was doing with Shang-Chi. Like, that was, like, oh, these rings are, like, connected to something else, like, in the universe. Well, we it's don't like alien know. technology. But he's not coming to She-Hulk for the same reason, it doesn't seem like. What is he coming to her for? We don't know. I don't know. Is it Maybe it's literally just legal advice. But he went to Shang-Chi because he was using the rings and Wong right. knew what those were. We don't know why he's in this. I mean, I think it's just because they want to put him in everything, personally. It's Phase Wong. It's what? Phase Wong. Is phase four. That's what everybody's been calling it because he just keeps popping up yeah. and stuff. As he should. I mean, I guess maybe he wants to like keep uh, his finger on the pulse of all these like people that are popping up and she's representing them. Yeah. Like she represents. All these powered people. I think that Your makes guy sense. from Hulk who yeah. you were very excited about that was coming back. Emil He's Blonsky. also from the show Lie to Me. Classic. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think... He's trying to do as Sorcerer Supreme what 
Stephen Strange did not and just like actually know what's going on because Being they don't want to get they don't want to get caught off like they did with Thanos again. They have to know what's happening in the superhero world. And what better way to do that except like to go to the apparently one superhero lawyer. Well, one of the superhero lawyers that will be in the show. Yeah, we might have dueling lawyers. <gasps> we definitely, well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what their relationship's going to be. There's a little person, not a little person. <laughs> there was a person in red spandex and nunchucks at the very end. Are those called nunchucks? I think they're like, I think they're like his batons or like yeah. whatever, but yes. Charlie Cox is back as Daredevil. I think we all saw this coming. I mean, how how could they not? bring back Daredevil in, like, the legal world, even if he's not going to be, like, representing superheroes. Maybe he is now. Maybe his practice has changed after he represented Peter Parker. You know, who's to say? Um, But he didn't... Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, I know we'll we'll be talking about Daredevil a lot because there's a lot of that going on. He may or may not be the linchpin of the entire Marvel It's kind of seeming like it. Um, I just, you know, one thing that I guess I could do a half full, half empty on, um, I, in my opinion, half full, half empty on an inevitable change in tone for Daredevil, the character. To be like a change in tone of Daredevil's story or a change in tone of She-Hulk? Uh, in Daredevil, because you take, Daredevil is such a the tone of that show is not something that the MCU does. They said they were going to do it in Moon Knight, and then we saw that they they can't do it. They can't fully commit to it, like a, a full season of Daredevil. And, like, it's not to say that Daredevil never had any humor in it. It did, but it was pretty sparse, and it was dry. So bringing I, a character like that into a show that is a comedy with fourth wall breaking, what's that going to look like? I think that they're going to continue with the same sense of humor because that's how he was in his brief moment in Spider-Man was that like sit like very similar character. Um, I don't know what they're going to do about like how violent it is. And maybe we'll talk about this more with his show. Yeah. Cause that's coming. Yeah. Down no, yeah, we can, we can table that discussion. Um, but overall I am pretty excited. The big point that everyone had for contention about this show was the CGI quality. And to me, it, it seemed pretty improved to me in this trailer. When um, they, they're not making her really big, like the, like yeah. the Hulk. It was like really the face though. You know, everyone was saying that she looked like Fiona from Shrek. She still looks like Fiona from Shrek. But I think they have stepped it up a little bit. So I don't think it'll bother me too much for the full series. Yeah. I mean, there was like one like look that, her face looked super weird. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a hard thing to pull off and I don't know their, their budgets are good, but this is a, this is a toughie. We both really like Tatiana Maslany from her show Orphan Black. So yeah, very excited about her getting this role. Yeah. Hopefully honestly. it'll just put more people onto like who she is. Cause I don't think a lot of people were onto her when she was originally cast. Also, kind of like wild that she's doing like a comedy like this. I mean, a comedy superhero because Orphan Black was like super serious. 
like thriller drama sci-fi yeah and this is like a very different tone for her. i haven't seen her really in anything else like maybe one neither have off. i definitely i have no idea i'm um, certainly not a comedy but like she could do the comedic parts in orphan black really right. well like she is funny but um yeah being kind of like goofy almost is like not what we saw of her in orphan black but she was literally playing like 15 people in that. So I think she can handle it. I think so too. Check out Orphan Black if you haven't seen it. It's pretty fucking wild. Um, yeah, so any other thoughts on She-Hulk? Uh, not really. I'm excited to watch it. Um, but I, I hope that the, the comedy works. I hope that the episodes aren't 15 minutes long. And I'm excited to see like what it, what it means. Half full or half empty on... Mark Ruffalo being in the whole thing. Uh, I'm half full. You know, I don't know what the future of the Hulk is in the MCU. Um, I would be down for him to just kind of like stick around for a bit. Seems like kind of like in a mentorship role. I'm half empty in that. I don't think he will be in the whole, the thing. whole thing. You're probably right. Uh, because like for budget reasons. Yeah. And his CGI pay- is much harder. Yeah, I meant like both for his CGI and just for paying Mark Ruffalo to be there. Yeah. Also I thought that they were going to maybe, or maybe I just wanted this for them to undo the weird Mark Ruffalo Hulk. What, well, is, what is that called? Professor Hulk. Yeah. They call it, or smart Hulk. Well, they kind of already did because in Shang-Chi he's in the post credit scene and he's not Hulk. It's just him with his arm in a sling. Yeah, but in this he is. But, He's Professor Hulk. Yeah, but like, I think he can go back and forth. It's kind of what it seems like. The like the way she can? Yeah, I'm guessing. And also, like, his arm as Hulk wasn't fucked up in the, the shots that we saw of him. So I think the timeline of this is going to be all over the place. I think, like, her transformation into She-Hulk and his, like, like mentoring her early on might happen. In like, the snap? Yeah, yeah. Or, Interesting. Yeah, like she could have just been like operating in the background, like as a lawyer or something. We we just don't know. Um, they have like a lot of stuff that they can play with because Hulk hasn't been super in the forefront. And uh, I know some people have similar feelings about like Mark Ruffalo's Hulk being like nerfed and made into an idiot, kind of like Thor has. Because I don't think the Russos like the character Hulk very much, so they totally like benched him. But. I don't know. It'd be cool to get him to see something, do something cool again. Yeah. I mean, and also this is like his villain, so. Right. But not Mark Ruffles. <laughs> That'll, that's kind of weird. You I think mean, they're going to make a reference to that? You look different. <laughs> or something like that. I guess. Probably. Um, okay. So Black Panther. Very exciting trailer. Cool song as the trailer song. Yeah. Two songs, really. Because it, it transitions from the Bob Marley cover into All Right by... Kendrick. Yeah. I thought that was, that was really cool. It was a beautiful trailer. Um, seen a lot of people on YouTube crying watching it. So just from the trailer alone, wow. what does that tell I you? I wasn't at that level. Neither was I, but you know, if it gets you, it gets you. So it, it, it appears that they are starting out with him already being dead. Yeah. And I guess they'll have some reason that he died. Yeah. Um, whether it has to, whether, it's going to be like, oh, he died of like natural causes, or if it's something involving the apparent villains of this movie, that would be interesting too. Because, you know, what what reason does Wakanda have to go to war 
with, uh, like, what I assume is basically Atlantis and Namor, basically, like, kind of villainous Aquaman. Like, how is how is that conflict going to come into play? I think that I'm guessing that the conflict is going to come up because there's a power vacuum or something. Like, because he's gone, there's now this gap and, like, they're weak. Yeah. And this is maybe like an old enemy of theirs that's going to take advantage because clearly somebody was born underwater. Right. And that's going to mean something important. Uh, I agree. I'm really excited for this. I mean, I'm also kind of like the it's going to be like so depressing because of like what the, the circumstance of it. But also like the tone of the trailer is, I think, like kind of like hopeful kind of like we're acknowledging this and it's kind of like honestly like grieving like the cast like yeah the characters the themselves grieving, but also like yeah know. everybody involved and for the audience um it looks like they're gonna give um the mom more to do yeah um angela bassett yeah angela bassett's character sure he wasn't in it a ton yeah she had a couple couple shots lapita seemed to have more of a pivotal role too which is cool yeah we got a brief look at um what's the guy in the mountains Mbaku. Mbaku. Yeah. I mean, all the, all the supporting And he was wearing the Black Panther thing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, I, I think there were a lot of doubts uh, about this movie and about the choice like how they to were not do it. recast T'Challa. And I think people are still going to have opinions on that, which they are well on the rights to do so because I don't think the, a lot of people like the idea of an iconic character like that. Um, yeah, dying, dying with the actor. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, this is, but I, I think Ryan Coogler, um, you know, has figured out like how to make this movie work. So I'm, I'm really excited to see where, what, what that means. Would you rather they had recast or do you think, I mean, I guess it's, too, I, I can't say tell. like, I don't, yeah. I mean, we could talk about it when we do our movie discussion, but I mean, I, I get why they didn't because in the time that Chadwick Boseman was playing that, he like, completely took ownership of that and I think it would have been one it could have come off as like really callous of them to like do it because it was a relatively quick turnaround between like I mean by the time this movie has come out it'll be like just over two years since he died so I think it was it would have been like a difficult choice to be like okay well we have someone else like lined up and it could have come off as like a scummy like yeah. business decision um yeah I mean it was they were in a really Difficult place for sure. I'm not gonna. I think fault them for anything. Chadwick Boseman, in particular, was too um, too big to then recast. Like uh, his presence would have been like who who's gonna be able to follow that up? That's what I mean. Like yeah. that, that would be like recasting like Iron Man, like in like the midst of like a big like Iron Man story. It's like you can't. It's it's better I think to to do it this way. Yeah, like, these characters are, like, they, it's even challenging just for them to go and do other movies now because, like, they're so intrinsically linked to their superhero character. Which I think there are a lot of pros and cons to that because I did see a discussion that was spun off of this trailer talking about, like, having a, a cinematic universe that's this widespread and is planned to go on for so long. Like, is it feasible to just expect these actors to, like, put decades of their lives into playing one character for the sake of continuity. Yeah. But that's the universe that they built. I mean, that's, but that's also like kind of the beauty of comics is that 
characters are constantly coming and going. Like they can write out characters and bring in new ones. Like that that's what comics are all about. Right. No, I, I totally agree. I think it's just like this has brought that kind of idea back to the forefront. But overall, really beautiful trailer. Um, I, I There are a lot of uh, comparisons on the internet being made to the Avatar 2 trailer. It did have some Avatar. Well, because that seems to deal with water a lot. Yeah. So, I don't... I don't know. Disney's all in on water CGI right now. And next week, we're releasing our episode on Aquaman, which we had already recorded, actually, before this all came out. So we did briefly talk about um, how there is a similar type of character in the Black Panther series. So that really came to fruition quite quickly. It did. Also... um, I think there was like something. So the the villain, I guess, probably the villain Namor, uh, was apparently not originally a mutant, but was retconned later to be a mutant in the comics. So maybe we'll have something with that. Some people, um, well, well, no, I, I have something else to say. We'll talk about it later because it was another like overall discussion point. Once we wrap up our individual things, we want to talk about. Do you think that Wong is going to kind of be like? The Doctor X for mutants, like because no. he was doing like his school of kids um, in WandaVision. I or not WandaVision, Doctor Strange. I don't know about that. I feel like he's like he's got his Sorcerer Supreme stuff going on, and I I think they I get what you're saying because like yeah he, he kind of like is in that position, but I think they would they wouldn't want to like have him like do that role as well. I could see him like maybe it's like thrust upon him and then he's like, uh, no, like I got shit to do. Like <laughs> go yeah. over here. This guy's got a school for mutants. Well, I think they're just going to have a huge challenge of casting, uh, Charles Xavier, a, prof- a professor. X. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't envy that task. Unless they cast James McAvoy. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. But I don't know if he would want to continue. I don't know. I mean, that's, there is so there's so many question marks around the mutants and what any of that is going to look like when it finally starts to like come into the picture. I don't know. How old is James McAvoy? 40s maybe? Yeah, I mean they could do it. I feel like they they kind of got like a bit of the fan casting stuff out of their system in Doctor Strange. Um and they don't want to like confuse people any further well i definitely don't think they should do patrick stewart no no they need someone that's going to be with us for a while yeah um i just think they'd be hesitant to bring anyone else in from other universes that they're not going to like you know they brought in the spider the spider's man because that's what people wanted like people were very excited for it as soon as the idea was even propositioned i don't know if the Fox X-Men cast would get people as excited. I think people, there are people that really like those movies. Like, like you, I like loving forced class. And I think a lot of people like days of future past, but I don't know if it has that same novelty. It's just hard, like casting these characters that we already know, like they're from our generation of movies. Like, and it's like established plots. It's like, how, how are we going to backtrack this unless they don't do a traditional storytelling of X-Men? But then it's like, why do X-Men? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be really hard for them to pull off. But I am 
very excited to see like what they do with it. If they fuck it up or not, you know, <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Well, Black Panther 2 is the end of phase 4, which is pretty strange because every other phase has... No, strange is in Doctor Strange. Oh, oh, oh you. Oh you. Every other phase ended not uh, technically they didn't end with Avengers movies, but there was an Avengers movie at least one at the end of the phase. There's Avengers, there's Age of Ultron, and there was Infinity War slash Endgame. And then you had like Ant-Man and Spider-Man to like come in as like an epilogue to each of those. So ending this phase on Black Panther. And there's and been not, no group movies. There's right? no team up. And it's kind of crazy that like this phase four had so much stuff like crammed into it. And yet it's only gone on for just over a year. It's from the release of uh, Black Widow to the release of Black Panther. Um, and like I said, like they're, I think they're trying to give us some more sense of direction, but also like what, what even was phase four? Like, what was this? Because if they're, they're branding now everything going forward as the multiverse saga, right? This was, what phase was, four was a transition phase. It, <laughs> it definitely was, but like it, I'm not like on the, the full, like I hate phase four train, like some people, but I'm also like, what happened here? Like, was this just like a COVID casualty? Was this always the plan? Like to have it encapsulate like these movies and series without a clear I think resolution? it was a test. I think it was a test to see if people would like un, um, like disconnected, disconnected story. I think it failed. And, but they clearly like were laying the seeds that if they wanted to bring them together again, they yeah. could. I mean, they the whole con thing clearly with Loki was going to turn into something. So right, you know, I just I do wonder like it, what the what the original plan was, and it's also like it it begs the question of like is are they taking a route of quantity over quality right now? Because the critical response to Doctor Strange two and Thor, Love and Thunder were like significantly lower than what I think the MCU is used to enjoying. Um, and then you can even go back and say like, I mean, I feel like people kind of soured on black widow. Uh, people really didn't like eternals and like some of these movies are not making that much money. Like you would expect, like you would have expected Thor to like open better and it didn't. And it got really bad word of mouth and like dropped off. So I think, um, there is a, a valid point to be made that like they might be stretching themselves a little thin uh, and whether that shows in the writing or just like the reviews that they're getting or the CGI and apparently like visual effects artists are like Marvel's kind of becoming a not great place to work at because it's just like they're constantly churning stuff out on like really short deadlines. So I, I do kind of wonder if they've stepped in it a bit. <laughs> when they started doing all these shows. I think they've stepped in it a little bit, but they've also been, I think they really, it is like a transition. They've been experimenting. They've been bringing in a lot of new directors and stuff like that, which I think is great that they're giving other people opportunities, but they're gambles and they're yeah. not, I mean, obviously Thor Ragnarok or Thor Ragnarok, Thor Love and Thunder was Taika again, but for the most yeah, but part, they've had a lot of new people coming yeah. in. It's just kind of crazy. Like, 
And it, I don't know, like, really if it's up to, like, the quality of the properties or just, like, a general, like, turning tide. But, like, people, like, are so mad at Taika and they're like, oh, they shouldn't have brought this guy back. And now it's, like, it's, you know, whether it's in good faith or not, like, people's, like, uh, memories of Thor Ragnarok have now been tainted because they're, like, Taika, like, lost his touch. I also think yeah. there's, like, a bit of overexposure with Taika Waititi right now. Like, you can't get away from his name. Right, and I, I think that the fans have gotten unrealistic expectations, too. Like, I think Thor Eleven Thunder, if it had come out before Infinity War, just, like, that same pretty much movie... I think people would have liked it. Yeah. I think they just didn't like it as much because they didn't know what the point of it was. And before that wasn't as important. I yeah. mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too generous, but I I don't know if like this same movie had come out, you know, pre pre in game, what people would have thought of it. Yeah. I don't know. I I get kind of a, a sense of the Marvel fans kind of going down the path of Star Wars fans and in terms of like just being pissed off at everything and kind of like toxic and you know, the subreddit gets like a little spicy and everyone's kind of like perpetually pissed off about the way things are going. And like, I'm just not really interested in that. Like I get it if you don't like the direction that this phase has gone in, but I feel like it's, it's getting like a bit, everyone's like riding the hate train I'm just not about it. I'm not, you know, I'm not here to just like suck up to Marvel no matter what. I think there's problems, yeah. but I'm not here to be like just bitching about everything. I do think there's an overexposure, but I think they've actually been still doing a good job of um, slow, like a slow burn like they did with Infinity War and Endgame. Like they weren't showing their cards for those movies for so long. Like they kept that. Even if they had announced it, like, we didn't know how they were going to do Infinity Stones mm -hmm. until, like, pretty late in the game. And then they just kind of, like, left um, yeah. left that for a minute. Um, so I think coming in now, they're still, even though they do, they're, they've got a lot of, um, you know, things in the fire, um, they are not going too fast, I guess, with plot in a good way. Even though, like, obviously, like, we're eager to see where this is going, like, they haven't, like, gone too quickly, I guess, is my thought. I think the only, my last point that I would leave off for Phase 4 is there were, and we talked about this in a couple of movies now, too many post credit scenes that introduced new characters. Yeah. Not enough that crossed over existing characters that we already knew. Like... Probably because of all these contract negotiations. Right. They're like, we don't know who's going to be around. But, like, I don't, you know, it's with all this stuff going on, I'm like, are we going to see Charlie's Theron again? Like, when are we going to get a third Dr. Strange movie? We don't know. Or like fucking Harry Styles. And right. Charles? Like what can we not just like, do you think some of that was actually because of COVID because they were like, we don't know what order things are going to come out in or like stuff like that. Yeah, or I mean, is that too much benefit of the doubt? I mean, I think it's a little benefit of the doubt, but there is like the schedule did get messed up because of COVID. I don't know how much, and, like, to what extent exactly. But, I mean, I do think that had a real impact on these things, so maybe some ideas that they had couldn't be used. But I, I still think, like, they... I think you're right. It was, it was an experiment to see, like, how far they could push it, and I think they just needed to do... Give people, like, a little bit of, like, yeah, these characters are going to come together. Just, like, give us some time. Yeah. And I think, I mean, Black Panther is really going to be their opportunity to show whether they've still got it. And, like... 
honestly, I think it's going to do well, and I don't know if that should be a testament to MC, the Marvel stuff as much as it is to that team that works on Black Panther because they did the same thing with the first one where they came out with this, like, incredible movie that, like, they kind of did on their own. Or that's the feeling that I got from it. Like, yes, it has, like, the Marvel influence, but it's, like, Ryan Coogler's movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think I think that'll be... Um, that'll decide where the wind goes moving forward for yep. fans, I, I think. I think you're right. So we'll see what happens. Also, the Black Panther movies are movies that people will go to because they want to see that movie and they don't care like what's happening in the rest of the uh, MCU world. Yep, which, like you said, that's a testament to what Ryan Coogler and that team has done with that character. It's not just for MCU people. Which right. I think, sorry, one, sorry, one final. I think that's what they wanted Thor to be, and it wasn't. Yeah, no. I think they thought that was going to be also like a neutralizer for like maybe bringing in people that had fallen off of Marvel. Yeah, because they incorporated all those recaps into it. They did. Maybe that was that was that didn't work. But yeah, maybe it will. It also time. wasn't advertised like that. No, it wasn't. I, yeah, but there were some there were some choices. Anyway, yes, sure. Phase Five. Yeah, um, so this is a this is a big one. Um, there were a lot of ones, like I said earlier, we already knew about, um, but we didn't have dates or maybe some some little specifics have changed. Uh, we've got a lot of movies, we got a lot of shows coming out, um, and of course, like we don't even we're not going to be talking about the animation um, because that's like a whole other thing. They did a separate presentation on it at Comic Con. Um, you know, it's, it's what if, it's X-Men 97, Spider-Man. None of it is canon. It's not, it's Marvel Studios. It's not MCU. Um, of course, like we watched and did episodes for what if. So we'll be keeping up with it on the pod, but we don't really, yeah. we're just not going to talk about it. Also, like the main series, main series and movies will probably like make nods and winks to it. Like what if, there was a lot of what if in the Captain Dr. Carter. Sh- and yeah, yeah. Yeah. I see that too. But um, so phase five. That's going to start off in February of next year, and I hope none of these get delayed because that was heartbreaking last year. Um, but we kick it off with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, starting a phase with an Ant-Man movie. And this one... They've earned it. They have definitely earned it, and I seem, it seems like they're positioning this one to be a more pivotal and important movie to the MCU as a whole because we liked... I really liked like the last two Ant-Man movies. They're not that pivotal. They've kind of been like palate cleansers after the big movies. There's one after Civil War and there's one after, um, no, there's one after Age of Ultron and there was one after Infinity War. And it was kind of like a tone lightener, um, which you could see this being the same thing after Black Panther. But also if it's supposed to be setting up Kang, who we know is going to be like the big villain for one of the Avengers movies that's coming out like three years from now, it's got some heavy lifting to do. Yeah, it's kind of confusing. I mean, I guess who knows what happens in the uh, quantum realm. Quantum realm. Um, I had predicted a while ago, and I thought this was maybe somebody else that said this too, but that like Michelle Pfeiffer was maybe going to have um, like side effects from being in the quantum realm for so long and she might not be on the up and up which that would be kind of sad but it would be sad but it could be because i mean 
the what we know is like there's a lot of stuff in the quantum realm that we are not privy to yet. There were some deleted scenes from Ant Man and the Wasp that shows that there was like a city and like a whole like society in the quantum realm that presumably Janet like was in and like got to know like whatever is residing in that space. Do you think that Loki this whole time has been taking place in the quantum realm? That was a theory that I did see. Um, I don't know. I don't, all of this stuff with like the Citadel at the end of time and stuff, I feel like that would be kind of, kind of a stretch. Cause I feel like I like the idea of it being like on like another plane entirely, but if it's like this Kang stuff that was set up at the end of the first season, and there's a crossover, maybe, or yeah, at least like it gets, he gets involved with it somehow. Cause I mean, there's gotta be a thread here. And all I know about Kang is that he was like, like what, what he said in Loki, like he was far off in the future. Like he'd been through all this shit already. And then somehow like was able to get back and like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know what his deal is. Like, you, this could just be him at some point in time of his lifetime. Yeah, but somehow he ends up, like, in the main MCU timeline in a very tangible way that turns him into a villain. So I don't know, like, what that means. I right. don't know if he's been in the quantum realm this whole time or what. Yeah. I mean, that would explain his, like, immortality, basically. Yeah. In I some mean, ways. I'm very excited to see Jonathan Majors play, like, the more like villainous version of this guy. Cause I know he can do it and he was great in Loki. Um, I think that alone is going to be like a big step up because the villains have not been the strong suit of the Ant-Man movies. Um, I need more justice for Walton Goggins, bring him back for something, please. Um, but this has a lot going on and we got a couple half full of half empties to do. Uh, they put out a poster for this one. It's got Ant-Man, the wasp and another character in a purple suit. And general consensus is that is Cassie Lang playing a superhero called Stature. Are we half full or half empty on Cassie Lang suiting up? I'm kind of half empty. I mean, I guess I'm I'm half because I'm half and half because I like the Young Avengers that's being introduced in all, in, as a through line, even though, again, we don't know where that's leading towards. Um but I don't know, like, it's a, it's already a whole family affair, but I guess that's kind of the point. I don't know why I'm, my instinct is that I don't like it. Well, I'm half full because we don't have a superhero family yet, really, that's in true. the MCU. Um, They're the yeah, Incredibles. Young Avengers, cool. I am half empty on them recasting Cassie Lang without telling the previous actor that she wasn't going to be in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania because I was super fucked up. There have been like three Cassies, though. Well, there was young Cassie, and then there was the Cassie in Endgame, who everyone was like, oh, she'll be back, and then they just replaced her with somebody else, which there are so many reasons they could have done that, but she was like, I didn't know that I was recast. I saw Comic-Con 2019, and they're like, oh, introducing like this person as Cassie Lang. Oh, that's so sad. That's fucked up. You hear me, Marvel? It makes me not like it, but, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know how they'll, like, make it make sense for the story uh, because I feel like it's going to take, like, a lot for Scott Lang to be like, sure, like, come into battle with me. Um, That doesn't seem like something he would want to do, but who knows? Um, Yeah, I I think this is expectations 
are going to be high for this movie, and I'm guessing that they'll put a trailer for this one out. Well, they, they showed a trailer at Comic-Con. I'm guessing the trailer will come out with Black Panther um, because that'll be about about the right time, maybe a bit early, like four months out. It seems about normal for a trailer. <laughs> Spider-Man so. was like a month before. Yeah, well, we'll see how many uh, leaks they have to hide for Ant-Man, I guess. That might determine it. Okay, then we uh, get back with our Guardians. Yeah. Yeah, Guardians 3. Uh, we finally have a date for it. It comes out May 5th. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really know what to expect from this one. Um, I just want to know what era of music we're doing. Good question. Like, I mean, we, we don't know what's on that Zune. I mean, it's got to be 90s, right? We did 70s, we did 80s. Did we do 80s though? I thought the la- I thought volume 2 is 80s. Oh, what do I remember? It Fleetwood Mac um uh like Looking Glass. I feel like they were still a bit on the 70s train. Okay, so it seems volume 2 was also mostly 70s. So maybe they'll stick with that. Maybe they'll do some 80s stuff. Yeah, I guess we'll just see what James Gunn's in the mood for. Peacemaker had a lot of like the 80s hair metal stuff, yeah. so I can't imagine he would want to like do the same thing. Wants to keep it a different vibe. But we'll see. Um, again, this is a fucking long-ass gap between movies. It's like, what, six years since The Last Guardians? Well, we saw them in Thor. We did for like 10 minutes. Um, obviously, like, you know, at one point, we weren't even sure if we were going to get a third Guardians. James could have been fired. It was a whole thing. That's why he w- went over and did the Suicide Squad. And then he got busy with that in Peacemaker. So uh, I'm happy that he was able to, <laughs> to come back and get this done. Um, and the Christmas special, of course. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Um, I think my understanding is it's going to be a bit of trying to track down Gamora, uh maybe a look into where Rocket came from and, like, him, like, dealing with his, like, origins that's been, like, discussed a lot. Well, yeah, because didn't you say they're casting the dog from the game? Yeah, Cosmo. And I think, like, the villain from the game is going to be the villain in the movie, the high evolutionary. And then we got the gold people. We got... I was going to bring up the gold people because that's where we left off was they were... They they have their own Adam... Yeah. Not Black Adam, Gold Adam. <laughs> Gold Adam. <laughs> um, yeah, I wonder if they're going to follow like the video game plot at all. It'd be cool. I mean, you know, you, No Way Home took a lot of uh, nods from the Spider-Man PS4 game. I wouldn't mind if James Gunn did that because the game had a really good story. Uh, it did kind of rely on like Adam Warlock having existed for a long time, like in the game. Yeah. And this it kind of implies that Adam Warlock is like new. I it kind of seems like he's going to be like an attack dog for the gold people and then maybe allegiances will change later. But I have I have no idea. I have no idea. Well, and I I don't know if they're going to like address at all their role in Thor cuz when they were leaving Thor, they were supposed to be like responding to all these distress calls. And I I'm thinking that those distress calls are going that they're going to mention it and it's just going to bring them to like a new plot. Yeah, I. that was what they did when they introduced them in Infinity War, and they can do it again, because it's the easiest way to, to have them go off on a new quest somewhere. But there's, like, there's so many threads. Like, I, I can't even begin to think of, like, how they'll 
intertwine them all. Like, are what? How much? How much of a focus is there going to be on Gamora? Yeah. So, where are you at on the Gamora thing? Because I just like they did it really well in Loki, where they like gave him his arc without him having to redo his whole character arc, because it's like obviously an older version of Loki. He sees the video of his whole life, and then great. We're back with, like, good Loki. With Gamora, how are they going to, like, deal with her not having her, like, you know, memories? Like, it's a previous version of her. Like, I, I'm i not interested in that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't even know. I'm assuming they wouldn't even dare to try to do something like that in Loki because, one, it doesn't make sense. She would have no means of that. Um, and they also wouldn't want to just, like, act like she has gotten all this character development that she didn't especially because like nebula is part of the guardians now yeah like maybe they can do something with mantis yeah that's the best bet is that she can like do like a dream thing almost yeah i just i really don't know because like i don't know how much um the russos like consulted with james gunn on like what he was doing or what they did with the guardians or like how they chose to like have that story end off in endgame i just I don't know. I haven't really given that much thought, like, how they're going to grapple with that. I don't know. I I think I, you know, especially after playing the game, like, I, I have depictions of these characters that I prefer to what James Gunn has provided in his movies, but I still have faith that he knows how to close out this trilogy because I think he's had it planned for a long time. So I, I trust that he's got something good. I just hope that the humor is better than the second movie. <laughs> and... Y- you think that he's he isn't gonna ever come back? I think he's I think he's done. I think before he got fired originally, um, he was gonna be like kind of helping head up like the cosmic series and movies in Marvel. Yeah. But one now it doesn't seem like that's what they're focusing on. Um, and two, I think he's gotten a taste of like doing other stuff outside of the MCU. And I think I think he gets a bit more freedom over with DC. I mean, they let him make the fucking Peacemaker show. Like, well, and he's going to be doing more with that. Right. And he like was working on that show like well before the Suicide Squad even released. So I think he's got a bit more stuff to mess around with over there. So I don't, I don't blame him. I mean, I wouldn't count him out fully, like, like never coming back, but not for a long time. There's just like a sense of finality for like a lot of, for him and like a lot of like the actors, like I think Dave Bautista is like, I'm done after this. And oh, interesting. Um, a couple of the other ones are like, I'm kind of like tapping out. Speaking of oversaturated, like I'm happy with less Chris Pratt in the. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who's to say? Maybe he sticks around. I don't know. What else has he got going on? All of his other stuff keeps bombing. That show that he did on Amazon is supposed to be terrible. I didn't know he did a show. It's like serious, like action, like military action shows. No good. That is not your strong suit, bud. Anyway, so well, what do you think they're going to end? How, what are they going to do with all these characters? That's a really good question because we have yet to like see a team like truly like voluntarily dissolve. And if we do like, there's no Avengers and then they come back and some of them die and then they retire and it's still kind of open-ended. So I would see like, and I think James Gunn is on Twitter being like, this is like the end of this story of the guardians. And that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody dies. I do think some of the characters will die like Drax. 
I, I think I could see Drax dying in this. Like, I think Nebula is going to stay around. Nebula, I see Nebula sticking around. I, Mantis could stick around. Rocket, probably not. Um, if it's, like, exploring his, like, history, this movie, then I could see Rocket dying and Bradley Cooper. Well, Bradley, that's a good job for Bradley Cooper, so why would he want to leave? Yeah, I feel like he's probably, like, fine to keep doing it if they want to keep bringing him back. Yeah, they can't get rid of Groot. I think it'll just kind of end with, like, all of their individual plot lines resolved, and some of them are just, like, out there doing their thing. But it, it kind of makes sense because, like, unless there's, like, another story that someone wants to tell about them, they can just be out there because they're not going to, like, cross over. Right. They I mean, I think Zoe Zaldana would come back. I think she would, too. But, like, the way that they've always set them up is, like, their involvement in Infinity War was, like, through circumstance, like, just happenstance. Right. And, like, kind of, they're not super happy about it, and they got off of Earth as fast as possible. So it's not like they're going to be, like, checking in with the rest of the crew. Right. Except for Thor. <laughs> and even then, <laughs> who's to say? All right, and then we're back to shows. Yeah, um, we got Secret Invasion, um, which is... A, the Nick Fury a, a, a Nick Fury, and it's... Robin. S- and Scrolls taking over secretly i have no idea i love the actor that's in the scroll like for the scrolls yeah but i don't like the scrolls just that being a crutch to lean on well maybe it's a scroll yeah. you know like oh someone's acting weird in a movie maybe it's a scroll like i don't want to play that game every time we watch a fucking movie or show well the thing is, like, I when they started <laughs> introducing scrolls, like in Captain Marvel, I thought it was gonna be like way bigger of a thing by now. Like, people were like, "Oh, Sharon Carter's a scroll." Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like every other movie. It's like, oh, this person could be a scroll. That's why they're acting weird. They're a scroll. That's why they're acting weird. And then it only turned out that Nick I'm Fury not in was that. a scroll. Um, I'm half empty on everyone being a scroll. Well, so the thing that confuses me is like. My understanding is the Secret Invasion was, like, a huge comic event. It's, like, the scrolls have successfully, like, taken over, like, governments throughout the world. And, like, like Avengers have been, like, taken, have had their identities stolen by scrolls and, like, all this stuff. But, like, this is a show. And it's starring Nick Fury. So, like, what are the stakes? How many people are truly um, being, you know taken over like what what are the scrolls accomplishing and how is this going to play into anything else because so far we've only had the interactions be with nick fury and captain marvel is this going to connect to the marvels i think it might but like i could see that but i'm also like is the marvels going to be in space is it going to be like kree stuff like it's all this is happening i don't know like how it's going to affect like anything going further like is this going to matter for like these future avengers movies or are we like just getting this Are done we just wrapping up plot. scrolls? Yeah, I don't know. Because it think, seems like a big deal. <laughs> I don't think they want to wrap it up because, as you were just saying, like, they are a big deal. So I think they... I don't think they'd want to shut that door yeah. to using scrolls. I agree. I just wonder, like, to what extent is this going to matter? But the, the word on the street is it's going to have, like, a Winter Soldier-like tone... And I'm down for, like, Nick Fury being the star of it. That's not something we've gotten so far. And he's been... Yeah, but you know the, who that means. If oh, Nick Fury... well, yes. We get Robin, who I've... Maybe they'll actually give Ma- her Ma- a character. Maria? No. Maria Hill. Maria Hill. 
Um, maybe, you know, Maria Hill's character is that she isn't a character, but I would love to well, be... success. I would love to be proven wrong, um, but I don't know. And actually, you know, I, I said that that guy from Bridgerton was in it. Apparently that was wrong. Marvel was like, he was mistakenly shown as being in this, which is weird. I think he's so going to be in something in? else Marvel related, but not that. Um, Amelia Clark is in it. Um, I don't know who she else. She wasn't. But well, we haven't seen anything from that yet. Yeah, no, I I don't know. I'm. This is there's like a lot that we don't know about this show, and they showed a trailer for this at Comic Con. Uh, we have not gotten anything yet, and probably will not for a long time. But after that, we get um, Echo in Loki season two. Yeah. So Loki season two, bro. I have. No idea. Yeah. Um, it's going to be presumably like Loki trying to figure out what happened and trying to find Sylvie and then like reckoning with the fact that Sylvie like just like doomed the multiverse again. <laughs> and I guess stuff with Kang. Yeah. And Owen Wilson's also in there. So like. Thank God. I, I think um, I'm interested in seeing like how the introduction of Kang as like a proper character and not just a scene in the last episode of the show like changes the nature of it because now. Marvel knows that we know what the multiverse is and they can get like deeper into that. When he's like definitely like the bad dude. Yeah. In that, so. If it's more of the same from the first season, I'll be happy because yeah. that was a great show. It's safe because it takes place outside of time. Of, yeah, exactly. They don't have to worry about all this other shit. So Echo, we got a lot of in the Hawkeye series. We think there's going to be, you know, crossover, obviously, into the Daredevil world. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that they did kind of place her in a position that her show could be a lot darker because she's, like, from a, I guess, like, a gang-affiliated family and, like, what that will mean. Yeah. Um, she's obviously a fighter, so... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to expect from this. And, and she was I, super serious. So I, I, to your earlier point about Daredevil, I think that that's how they would do it. Yeah, I hope so. Because my half full, half empty, speaking of Daredevil, is are we half full or half empty on the hype around this show being there just because people know that Daredevil and Kingpin are in it? Because that's all I've ever seen is like, oh, like how many episodes do you think Daredevil's going to be in, in Echo? I'm like, yeah. are people really here to see Echo? No, which is unfortunate for her. But when they brought in, you know, F uh, Fisk, like that was going to be the reaction. Also, I think it would be a hard sell to get people into that show unless there was something that people would recognize. They needed a hook. Exactly. I mean, I think the... Uh, Plus you get like the deaf versus blind character. Like that would be fun. And I like interaction. <laughs> I think there are like sometimes like love interests in the comics too. So I would I believe know. that, yeah. Um, I think like the story is that like obviously she has to get out of New York after the events of Hawkeye because she just uh, shot Kingpin in the face, <laughs> um, and she's going back to like her hometown, and I think it's going to be like a lot of like a dive into like where she's from and like maybe the parts of her family that aren't gang affiliated. Whoa. Maybe like a look into like. Um, like Native American culture, which we've gotten like a, a lot of that. Like we loved reservation dogs. Right. So if, if it somehow like blends like the like kind of a glimpse into a, a culture that a lot of people in the U S don't know or understand with the uh, like action and family drama that we got a glimpse of in Hawkeye, I think that'll be really cool. And yes, I will be watching it a lot because I'm like, 
I want to see what they're doing with Daredevil. But I know I don't think some people liked Echo and Hawkeye. I did. I I thought she was cool. Why didn't they like her? I think uh, a lot of people kind of thought she her character was kind of flat, um, just like a bit underdeveloped. But, yeah. Which I think is fair because she was like kind of a uh, catalyst for like what Clint and Kate were doing. But on her own, I think they could let the character breathe and bring some more depth to it. Um, do you want to talk about Daredevil? I know that's not like next, but I mean, yeah, let's let's talk about it because, yeah, they announced a new series called Daredevil Born Again coming out in like a, a slightly under two years in 2024. Um, and Kevin Feige went out of his way to note that it's an 18-episode series. So that's wild because so far, as as far as like the non, non-WandaVision and She-Hulk shows, they have all been six episodes, and their running times have definitely been like what seems like a hard restriction. Uh, and that, I think, has been a major crutch for a lot of these shows. So we've, we're going three times the length. Even the Netflix seasons weren't that long. Like I have a lot of questions. Are we half full or half empty on recasting characters? Um, I'm going to say I'm half empty. Like if they recast foggy or Karen. Yeah, definitely half empty on that. I don't think they will because they've already kept at least two people the same. Yeah, I don't think they would. Um, there's there's no reason for them to do that. I have a I have a half full, half empty for you. Um, half full, half empty on like rewriting the backstory or possibly decanonizing the Netflix show. I oh, that's just gonna be tough. Like. I love all the Catholic shit that they explored in the Netflix one. And it's so pivotal to his character. I don't think Charlie, I mean, I don't know what he's like, but I would guess like somebody that's like worked through that character for so long, wouldn't feel comfortable coming back if they were just going to like discredit everything. I think they're going to kind of do like a Spider-Man thing where they're like, we know that all happened. We're not going to say it didn't, but we're going to try and like not rely on that for our story that we're going to tell. Yeah. But then how are they going to do these villains that they had already introduced? Like, are they going to do a Punisher? Well, see, like to me, and because I have feelings about the one that I don't care about is if you don't want to bring Finn Jones back, fine. I don't give a shit. Who? The, uh, Finn Jones is Iron Fist. Whatever. I don't care. Oh, but God. For the other Was ones, anyone talking about him? about <laughs> Jessica Jones coming back, and it would be the and same. Luke. And Luke, kind of. Um, like, if you've got to bring back Charlie Cox, people, you know, whether the the reception was middling as these shows went on for the most part, except for Daredevil, which only got better, um, you got to just bring them back. Because, like, these are, like, the established versions of the characters. All these people are willing to keep playing them. Right, like, why bring them back if you're not going to really bring them back? Right. So I, I think you gotta you got to keep them. You, and, like, with the way that Daredevil Season 3 ended, like, we can bring back Bullseye and have him, like, they can make reference, like, the fact that, like, they already fought. And, like, I, I just want them to not be afraid to, like, acknowledge what happened in these shows and not, like, just give, like, these coy little, like, 
wink, wink, nudge, nudge things be like, oh, yeah, remember that time that I like beat Kingpin and sent him to jail? But then like the snap happened and like acknowledge this stuff. Like it happened. People love this show. What so they really they need is to bring writers back from the original series. But they're not going to. They got new writers. But every season of the original show had like a different showrunner and writer. So And none of those people are going to be there because like no. that's a mistake. I Each think. of the three seasons had a different one. Oh, well. But I, I think, I mean, I'm not, I'm not convinced that none of them would have wanted to come back. And they have these guys that are writing it whose credentials are like not great. But then again, the guy that apparently wrote and like helped show run the third season was like an Arrow alumni. So... I can't write anybody off. Like maybe these guys are going to be really fucking good at writing Daredevil. I hope so. I just, I, I tend to agree. Like I like MCU humor and I like the MCU tropes. That's why I keep watching these movies. If they like totally like MCU Daredevil though, I'm going to be mad. Cause like he doesn't need to be, I feel like the common criticism is everyone is now like a witty, like sarcasm, like joke machine. They're like, Which, I saw the thing was like, everyone needs to talk like Iron Man because Tony Stark died. So now everyone needs to like, well, Daredevil Tony did Stark. have that. Yeah. I just like, I saw some stuff that like his like quippiness would be upped, which it probably will be, but I'm going to choose to be an optimist about it. I'm fine with his quippiness. Yeah. Cause he's really funny. Yeah. No, it's just like his, but he's very he has, serious. He has a brand of humor that works. And I'm worried that they'll like, just make him into like standard MCU humor. Yeah. Which not. And Might like Foggy's funny. Yeah. Karen wasn't as funny. No, but hey. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think you're right about Daredevil being a linchpin. I mean, that guy's going to pop up in several things. And I think that's really cool because that's just putting respect on Charlie Cox's name. But like I could see them recasting and doing a new Electra story. I In which they... case, how do they reckon with that? I know. I mean, there are some people that, like, swear by Elodie Young as Electra, but, like, I hated the Electra plotline, so, like, I don't care. It's the same way I feel about Iron Fist, but uh, teach their own. Okay, going backwards to the movies. Is the Marvels a movie? Yeah, the Marvels is a movie. The crossover between Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and Monica Rambeau that we've all been waiting for, uh, directed by... It's a new director this time. We, we, Nia DaCosta is doing it, taking over for the people as like a directing duo that did the first movie. Um, so I think it'll be like a fresh take. And I'm really excited, especially after Miss Marvel. Um, yeah. Are there rumors around like people getting like shipped with people from these, from either Monica or Captain Marvel? People think that Captain Marvel is going to be dating Valkyrie. Yeah. Um, other I think than you that, talked I about no that idea. in the Thor thing. Yeah, I I don't really know. I what, I'm trying to think of like what I've heard about this movie. I mean, I think like what we talked about with the scrolls is it's got to involve the scrolls and the Kree. It's got to involve like the the band the the celestials or whatever. Yeah, some cosmic energy shit. And with the rumor, I saw a rumor that one of the, they'll like go to planets, different planets throughout the movie. And one of them is like a musical planet where everyone communicates by singing. Which that will be fun. Absolutely insane. And I really hope it's true. I just think that Monica Rambis character has such a different vibe than like, I think I can see Ms. Marvel and Captain Marvel existing together, 
But like Monica's like so serious. And I guess Captain Marvel's supposed to be pretty serious, but like Yeah, you, you gotta wonder. Maybe they'll maybe they'll like try to loosen her character. I mean, she's bit. also supposed to be like really angry with Carol yeah. at this point. Oh yeah. I her forgot. other that, mom. That'll be really interesting. People are never gonna you know, I think she's gonna be a good character, but people never forgive her character for saying to Wanda, like, you'll never know how much you sacrificed for them. That's all I ever see about Monica Rambo. She says that at the end of WandaVision. When she like stops like possessing everyone, she's like, They'll never know what you sacrificed. And everyone is like, yeah. Oh, boo. That line doesn't age well. <laughs> no. Um, but that that's just a joke aside. I think it'll be cool to see how they bring these three characters together. And um I is it you know, I had a half full, half empty for this one too, I think somewhere or not even really do we think this is going to be more on earth or in space i think it's gonna be in space yeah i think it's gotta be right there was t- too much of the first movie well, was on earth monica was like headed to space yeah yeah so and like i mean it'll be weird with ms Mar- or, yeah ms marvel but i think it'll still be good i think i'm envisioning the movie happening in like we start with monica already in space up there with Nick, the real Nick Fury in like the sword space station or whatever. And that's where she like links up with captain Marvel. Cause she's like working with Fury to do something involving the scrolls. And then she's like, I don't want to work with you cause I'm mad at you. And then they have to like work out their problems. And then we won't miss like Marvel. halfway through. Yeah. They'll do the Ms. Marvel thing. And that'll like kind of change the trajectory of the rest of the also, movie. Also do probably. we think that's just a scroll that showed up in Ms. Marvel's bedroom? Please no. Please no. <laughs> yeah, because then she can change but, into Ms. Marvel and just pretend like, yeah, it's me. Come oh, on. Boy. <laughs> I mean, never say never. It could be cool, I guess. We'll see. I'm really mad that we have to wait this long for this movie after Ms. Marvel. I know, yeah. The most direct lead up that we've gotten to like any future project and we have to sit on it for a year. Oh, well. Uh, and then we have Blade. We got Mahershala Ali's Blade. And I'm half full, half empty on them being able to overcome the nostalgia that people have for the original Blade. Um, I Is that going to be an obstacle? Yes, because people, don't get me wrong, I think people are hyped for Mahershala Ali. They're hyped for the fact that there's another Blade movie. But every time it comes up, is it going to be rated R? How violent is it going to be? Like, Wesley Snipes was cool as shit. He defined Blade for a lot of people. And I think a lot of people, like, remember him as Blade. So they do have to... There's an obstacle that they have to surmount for sure. They need a horror director to come in and do it if they want to do it right. Because otherwise, like, people are not going to like it. Because it's not going to be, like, gory enough. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know. And, like, is this, like, where Kit Harrington's character is supposed to connect? I, yeah, it is. And I don't know how the hell that's going to happen. Right, because I forgot. They made the, they had Blade show up in the Eternals post credit scene with the mind-boggling decision to not show Blade on screen. Why did they do that? Why did they do that? Maybe they're like, maybe we can still get Wesley Snipes back, you know? <laughs> like, what if we don't want to do Marshall? <laughs> Look, I don't know. Well, they got a, uh, a a director who did a documentary and then a drama starring 
Riz Ahmed as a rapper to do Blade. So I don't know what's what's going to happen oh, there. Interesting. I mean, I do think that people really trust Marshal Ali. Like he has a lot of cred, um, acting cred. Um, that I think people will go to see it just to see him in it. I think it's interesting that they're going with like another older Blade. Like they're not doing like a young person as Blade, um, which we don't see a lot of that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I think I don't know how long like they're planning on having him around. Also, like this means that we're bringing in vampires to yeah. the MCU. Yeah, I'm probably half empty on that. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> on it's a whole inherently a, a goofy thing. Um, I don't. I'm excited to see how they handle that because, I mean, the MCU hasn't exactly had like a huge problem with just like letting the supernatural be the supernatural. Like they don't always feel the need to like explain everything away with science because like you can't do that with vampires. <laughs> like it's just, it, it's what it is. And I think they'll just have to riff on it by having like a straight man character be like, uh, what? Like, which I, I can totally see this happening being like, you're, you're telling me that vampires are real. Like, uh, right. Like they, they have to do that. And that's the only way they'll be able to kind of, was well, that going to be Kit Harrington's yeah. character? Oh, it could be. That might be a good idea because we already know him. Give him something to do, please. Give him that cool sword that right. speaks. And he's going to be like a mentee, maybe, of Marshala. Kind of seems like it, yeah. And I don't know shit about his character from the comics. I don't really know much about Blade from the comics either. So this is um, a total loose canon movie. Like right. whether whether it's connected to anything or not, you know, Morbius is not available. So, unfortunately, <laughs> oh man, where's Morbius two? You know, they're they're waiting. Did, they're waiting until the, did Sony have a table at Comic Con? No, I don't know if they ever do though. They I feel like they do things. Well, on that's their own why terms. they're bad at their jobs. They should. They do have it. no Just hype. Get. I mean, figure out this. All these other people want to see Tom Hardy, Craven the Hunter, and Venom Three, and whatever the hell else they're doing. I mean, and presumably we have more Spider-Man movies in the MCU. But big question mark there. But Marvel Studios isn't allowed to make those announcements, so it's up to Sony whenever they want to do it. What I want to see is Tom Holland show up in Daredevil, one of those eighteen episodes. That would be fucking crazy. I hope they can do that, or at least like at the very least. We'll have Daredevil established by the time another Tom Holland movie comes out and then have it be like a buddy cop, buddy hero sort of Or deal. maybe he saves Ned in uh, an episode. That would be really cool. Because like Kevin Feige, apparently there's some interview or like just like talking like on a carpet at Comic-Con and someone was like asking about like what Spider-Man's status is going forward. And Kevin Feige was like, yeah, he's like a street level guy now which makes me think they will keep him in New York. Uh, yeah, maybe, like, fighting. Maybe they'll bring Kingpin in as, like, a Spider-Man villain and Daredevil has to help him fight him or something. I feel like what they now need to do with Spider-Man is bring in Osborn. Like, it just doesn't feel right to have Spider-Man without Norman Osborn. The question is, though, how do you do that now? Because they already brought He knows him. a Norman Osborn. Which makes it even better, but yeah, then how do you, like, get in, like, with Osborne? I don't know, like, I just think you need it. Because, like... Well, it'll make him be, like, I, I'm already 
worried about this guy because I know what he's capable of. I think of. We, we, we talked about this. I know. We? I think and, so. And, and him be, we're not, I don't even know if it was on pod, but like him being like, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure this guy doesn't go bad. Yeah, trying to save him. That would be pretty cool. I, I feel like that might be like a hard thing to pull off. But I mean, if, if we're really... Also, how do they introduce Harry? Exactly. If we're like really moving on and he has like a new like set of supporting characters, you got you to gotta get Harry. Yeah, you have to. This is an opportunity to like actually, I mean, James Franco's Harry was like pretty good. It was ridiculous, but like we can do it again. We can do it better. Yeah, so I would like to see him show up in some of the, yeah, like these smaller stuff. It's kind of sucks for Tom Holland. It's like a big step down, I guess, for him. If you think about if there's still that competition between TV and movies. But I feel like he would want to do it. I think. Marvel's been good about trying to like level that playing field. Like when Tom Hiddleston's did Loki, people were like, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they could, I think they could do it. I mean, like Tom Holland, like you can, you can step away, like knowing that you've got like, you know, you did no way home. Like that was a big fucking movie. People are not going to forget. <laughs> yeah. Your star I mean, I think he loves playing yeah. characters. So. Yeah. Um, What's uh? I, I feel like how long have we been talking? I'm talking your guys is over an hour off. So we'll try to we'll try to move it along. Um, we've got a couple other series before we talk about the final two movies. We've got Ironheart, uh, Riri Williams, her series coming out and uh, like next fall. Is this kind of like a Ms. Marvel thing? Um, I think so. I know next to nothing about Riri Williams, but I think she looks up to Tony Stark and builds a. Iron Man like suit and that's about the extent of what I know I think she's also a teenager she's in Black Panther too she's in the trailer so I don't know like what the connection will be to Wakanda I don't know if she's Wakanda is she one of the ones that maybe joined like that school in Oakland Mm, I bet that would make a lot of sense yeah it's got to be something like that. Because I think it? we see Shuri, like, at the school or something There's like that. There's that scene in the trailer where, yeah, Shuri, like, daps up this other girl, like, in a lab, yeah. and that's, that's her. Oh, so it is. I think that's that's the direction that they take. And I think it's cool to have uh, her and Black Panther as a launching pad. I think that'll get a lot of people hyped for this show. I think I think it'll be good. I think there's also a rumor that um, they're going to have, like, Obadiah Stane's son, Ooh, fun. as like the villain kind of, which I feel like is really cool. Um, they can make that work well, so that would be exciting and kind of a like a throwback to like the original days of the MCU. And hopefully they can like keep it like on that like the Iron Man style scale of like what the the stakes are. And nothing on War Machine. Wasn't yeah, he that, supposed to get a show? That show, in Armor Wars, it was called. Nowhere to be seen. Um, the lead writer. Like, just posted an Instagram story being like, I promise it's still coming out. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. Because I would assume that this would connect to that. Right? Yeah. But maybe not. I think Don Cheadle's going to be in The Secret Invasion. But he's also in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He didn't do anything. And still got the Emmy nomination for Best Supporting Actor. Or Best Guest. 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 uh, Which is insane. But I don't know why. And, like, not earned. He didn't do anything. I mean, it was cool, but come on. Like, they didn't even uh, nominate the guy that plays um, Isaiah. John Walker. Oh. Isaiah Bradley. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, So I don't know why they're having trouble with Armor Wars, but I hope they get it worked out because Don Cheadle deserves that. 
So here's hoping they get that worked out soon. They they can always shuffle the slate. They've done it before. They will do it again. I don't especially believe, with shows. I do not believe for a second that these Avengers movies are not going to move. They're definitely going to get the lead. But the one everyone's most excited about. What's that? Agatha. It was Agatha all along. Now half full and half or half empty on the name. I'm half full. What was it originally? Agatha House of Harkness. Okay. And now it's Agatha Coven of Chaos. Okay. I think it's better. Half full. Half, half full, full for sure. Because sure. like we don't care about the name Harkness. That doesn't mean anything. Doesn't but mean chaos, anything. that means something. And um, do we think like what do we think this show is gonna be? Like, I'm one, I am a firm believer that they were not planning on doing an Agatha show. Definitely. But they're that like, was, we need Catherine WandaVision Hall. came out and they were like, oh fuck, like put it, plan it, do a show. But I also believe, or I have to believe, that means they had a good story in mind. But is this going to continue Wanda's story? God, I hope so. Because, like, if not now, then when? You know? Or is it going to continue, um, what's his name's story? Uh, what? Quicksilver's? Yes. Ralph Boner's? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, people are still mad about the Ralph Boner thing. This is an opportunity to do the whole uh, multiverse connection that people were craving when WandaVision came out and had the the rug pulled out from under them. Um, But I feel like this has to be some sort of connection about, like, Wanda's kids. I was going to say, I feel like, if anything, even if Elizabeth Olsen's on it, I think her kids will be in it somehow. Um, And, yeah, I mean, so, like, witches... Doing stuff with magic. I don't know. Are they going to fight the vampires? Maybe. It could be. <laughs> um, and I also, I think you had a note earlier saying, like, um, like the idea of, like, witchcraft and, like, the idea of mutants. Like, yeah, is there, where what's are the they? crossover? Is there a connection there? I find myself thinking that when Wanda returns to the MCU, because we all know she will, that there's going to be a retcon that she's a mutant. Because they already set it up that she had these innate powers that were further unlocked by the infinity stone. Yeah. We so just that saw that in Miss Marvel. Yeah. She had this innate power that was unlocked by the bangle. How could, how is she not a mutant? Now the, the real retcon was, Oh, your dad was Magneto the whole time. Like in the comics. I don't know about that, but yeah, well, okay. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't think about that. <laughs> no, I can't even think about who would play Magneto Griff. I, I, I haven't even gotten past, uh, Charles. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to get you started. But I, I'm uh, very interested in seeing what it means. Because obviously Catherine Hahn and WandaVision was great. But what is the story to this show? I, I, I want to know. Because I didn't really think about it. Is Vision coming like, back? Maybe. I, White Vision. He's probably going to be in uh, Thunderbolts, which we'll talk about in a minute. That's oh, my guess. Okay. But like, I didn't really think about the fact that like Agatha got put back into the Agnes persona by Wanda. And she's like, you're going to hang out here. But now like the dark hole blew up. There's no, that's probably so, why. Like, what, yeah. That's I, how she's going to be able to yeah. do stuff. I think it'll be cool. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if uh, Agatha from, or yeah, Agatha Harkness from the comics has connections with other characters, but more crossovers, please. Okay. Last two for phase five. Mm-hmm. Captain America, what is it? New World Order. Don't love it. Sounds very 
um, militaristic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is our first Sam Wilson Captain America movie. Um, don't know what they're going to do with this. Um, really don't know what they're going to do with Bucky. I don't think they know either. Cause he's done so much work that it would be heartbreaking if he dies at this point. But then it's like, he's done all this work. Now what can he do? <laughs> right. Just, he just wants to chill. He just wants to fucking hang out. I think. But like they've spent so much time with his character now that are they just going to write him out? I think Sebastian Stan wants to keep doing it, I assume. Plot twist, he's in it, but he's just hanging out in Louisiana the whole time because he married Sam's sister. Would love to see that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I, want him to find love. Killing Bucky would be stupid, um, but he is kind of, like, languishing, um, and they could just have him just be, like, they could just sideline him. That would be fine. Just be like, he's chilling. He doesn't want to fight anymore. Fine. Oh, see, I think he has to keep fighting if he's going to... He's going to be like Sam's roadie, I guess. Yeah. Or Sam's Sam. Well, what about the other guy? <laughs> what about the guy that got the falcon wings? He'll probably be in this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in seeing what they do with this because this is the first, this is the first instance of like a proper like passing of the torch. Um, obviously, it happened a bit in Hawkeye, but we haven't seen like what is going to come of that. But now this is like... Yeah, it's a Captain America movie with Captain America, but it's not Chris Evans, and I think that's really cool. Is it going? Is Isaiah Bradley's grandson gonna be in it? Probably. Um, whatever you know, if they actually do this Young Avengers thread, that would make a lot of sense. Uh, I don't, I don't know how or like to what extent, but yeah, I could see that happening. I just have no idea like where they're gonna, where they're gonna take that story, and I know that it's. It's being written, at least in part, by the guy that did the show. So, Malcolm Spellman, I'm going to need you to, to sharpen your, your writing game a little bit because the show is a little messy. That is now, like, consistently ranked at the bottom of the Disney Plus shows <laughs> people like. Um, some of it was really good. Some of it was really good. But if we get, like, another Flag Smashers-type villain, nah. We, we got to do a little better for the movie. Well, so then after that is Thunderbolts. Yeah. Which, can you explain what the premise of Thunderbolts is? My understanding of Thunderbolts is it is a suicide squad type deal. Um, Head up by, what's her name? Val. Yeah, yeah, Val. Potentially. I think it's got to be because I think it'll be named in remembrance of Thunderbolt Ross because John, or yeah, is it John Hurt? William Hurt died. So I think it'll be a team... That he had had like a plan to assemble, didn't didn't do it himself, had Val do it, and I think it's going to be set up of villains that we've seen throughout the movies. Um, okay, let's careful who we're calling a villain. Well, villain or anti-heroes, people that kind of straddle the line. So, in that regard, Yelena could be there because she's just Doing, an, an yeah. assassin for hire. Right. Uh, John Walker, villain. of course. Uh, Ghost, that one, Ghost from, from Ant-Man and the Wasp. She's uh, usually thrown in as an option. Uh, maybe Taskmaster from Black Widow. Um, some people say Zemo, maybe, but like Zemo doesn't really. He would have to. I get don't know like, how much they can keep. He would have doing to get strong armed into it, like somehow into like working with the team or like being like a logistics guy. Yeah. Uh, maybe Abomination. Um, and there might be a couple other people. Is Abomination but... the one in She-Hulk? Yeah. I 
Now, this is totally me guessing. Uh, this is my personal plot line. Maybe this is who the Young Avengers are going to fight. Oh, my God. That would be crazy. I don't... Like, like that, what would what else, even... I don't know. What I don't are know they either. working towards with the Young either. Avengers? But, like, it's such a... I don't even know. Because, like, like how, you got Kate Bishop is connected, and maybe Cassie will be connected. Yeah. I don't know. Is Agatha going to be with this crew? That Probably would be not. <laughs> pretty wild. Um, I don't know how they're going to handle doing this movie because one, it's going to be impossible for people to be like, oh, this is just a Suicide Squad ripoff for one. Like they're going to get so much of that. Um, doing, obviously, Suicide Squad was not successful. Well, review-wise, Suicide Squad won me a shitload of money. But people didn't like it. People liked the Suicide Squad, and a part of that was because it's James Gunn going whole hog rated R violence. Oh, right. So I forgot that it's like they're being hired by the government to do stuff and that they're not really going to be villains because that then might I'm going to throw out my theory. Right. Well, right I mean, now, it's everyone. still there could be some. I think that is still a good theory because like, yeah, like what are the Young Avengers doing? They're not going to fucking fight Kang. I mean, they could. I, <laughs> they actually may have in the comics. But yeah, it's it's hard because you're going to have like these characters that like, are you going to redeem them all as heroes in the movie? Like, what's the plan? We don't know. Who are they going to fight? How are, How is this story going to be told? And it's kind of wild to me that we... I found out about this movie along with a lot of other people because, like, a month ago, like, one of the big, like, movie trade magazines, like, put out an article being, like, Thunderbolts has a director, and they, like, announced who the director was, and everyone was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what? what is... What is a Thunderbolts movie? Everyone thought it was fake. I also keep thinking Thunderbolts is the same thing as Black Bolt. Yeah. And that's classic, confusing. Classic mix-up. Okay, let's... Um, and well, So, yeah, so that caps off Phase 5. Instead of an Avengers movie, we get Thunderbolts, which is just a team-up movie, but in the other way around, so... I think that'll still be enjoyable. Those are good characters, even though we hate John Walker. still interesting. And there will probably be new characters or new villains that would get introduced here. Maybe like a Doctor from- Doom... Well, yeah. I mean, let's let's talk about that because let's get into what's coming up in phase six, right? So first of all, like presumably without like the inclusion of maybe some Spider-Man movies, I doubt they'll come out as soon as that. We know like everything that's happening in phase five. Phase six, they announced three movies, but they left like lots of gaps. Eight gaps. So Well, we also have a ton of like season twos of TV shows, yeah. apparently. Yeah, so we have we really don't know like the full extent of what's going to lead up to this. But they did tease us with some big ones. The first one being... Fantastic Four! Finally. Finally. Everyone thought it was going to end Phase 4 with Fantastic Four because, come on. But they couldn't pull it together. And we have to wait, like... Two years for it, but half full or half empty on fan casting, aka John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. <laughs> I am I'm half empty on this. They had their they got to have their fun with it, like I said earlier in Doctor Strange. They like indulged people. Uh they were like, Okay, we hear you, so we're gonna bring in John Krasinski and then we're gonna blow his head off. Um, I think it worked for that, but I don't think John Krasinski one was that great. And you know, whether that's this, the context that he was in. I also think, though, 
that they want to cast like younger people. I was going to say, so that's my other half full or half empty. Fantastic Four origin story or Fantastic Four established? Well, what are you? What are you feeling? I think it's, I think it's worth doing another origin story. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I mean, it's it's hard, but it's not like the Fantastic Four origin is as ingrained in people's heads as Spider-Man or Batman. Also, maybe they won't do the traditional origin story where they're like up in space. Like they'll do that they have the same thing that like Ms. Marvel had and like She-Hulk, like all these people are coming up out with uh, these abilities abilities, and that they just happen to be a team. I don't know. Like they might decide to do something like that. But yeah, I think doing a younger cast for sure. I think they got it. I mean, like, especially if they're going to become like pivotal as we move forward. Like, look, I do get the John Krasinski, Emily Blunt thing, but like that fan cast has now existed for like 10 years. Like the ship has sailed. And Marvel is good at finding, like, young, relatively unknown talent to, like, head this stuff up. So if we want Fantastic Four to stick around and not have, like, the torch immediately pass, like, the Richards, like, kids, which would be cool because we've never seen those characters on screen before, but they're not going to do that. They want, like, the original, like, four to be around for a while. So I think we're going to get new people. Yeah, I mean, quite frankly, I don't think any of those people that we saw in Doctor Strange are going to come back. I mean, some of them have no reason to. Um, I mean, it'd be cool to see Black Bolt, but I mean, I, I do think that was like fan service mode. and For all of it, yeah. The casting director is not going to. They're like, we did it. Right. Like, let's let's move on now. Um, so that that doesn't even start off phase six. That's like the second movie in phase six, according to the slideshow, but it's going to end, um, at least in part with two Avengers movies, six months apart from each other, which is crazy. And the first one called Avengers, the Kang dynasty, and then Avengers secret wars. Um, I haven't read these comics, but people, Love Secret Wars. Apparently, my rudimentary understanding is that Doctor Doom or something pulls people from multiple universes into one. He puts them on a planet together called Battle World. Sure. And then there's like a lot of fighting. And I think they they have to like overthrow Doctor Doom to like restore the universe. Well, it is all part of the multiverse saga. It is. So that would be in line. It's it's got to come to it a head somehow. It sounds silly the way you just said it, so I have a feeling it would be a, a bit more serious. I don't think they're going to say battle world in the MCU, but they're they're already setting up the seeds of like Doctor Strange like fucked up a universe because he was in it for too long and it started to like collapse. So like that on like a massive scale, which is probably what's going to happen. And it all comes to a head and they're like, we have to like stop this somehow. And Dr. Doom's like, Mwahahaha. I'm very excited to see who they get for Dr. Doom. Me too. Um, and I also think that considering that the Fantastic Four movie is over two years away and Secret Wars presumably would have Dr. Doom in like a major villain role, they got to start setting him up sooner so he could pop up in Fantastic Four and be an established threat. 
So now people are already theorizing, oh, is he going to show up at the end of like a post credit scene in Black Panther having like established himself somewhere else and like already like making moves. I'm into that. Yeah. Cause like, like he's a Thanos gotta, style. He can't, we, we can't do to him what we've done in the other Fantastic Four movies. How do you think that they're going to do these two major Avenger movies that seemingly have nothing to do with each other? Like what you, I mean, I know we I, don't know no, anything, I, I know. but like if it is true what you said about Dr. Doom, that seems like it would be totally separate than the, what they're setting up with Kang. Kang. I know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Cause like, it's totally different. Like to me, are there going to be two different like, lanes? Yeah. I don't know. It, two different parallel universes. That would be crazy. Because, like, Kang seems like he's... Kang is... They're both... Both of these guys are humans. Both, like, incredibly powerful humans. And, like, Kang's real weapon is, like, time. Like, that's that's how he, like, has amassed power. Right. Uh, and Doctor Doom, I don't think he has that. I think he's just incredibly smart and resourceful on Earth. And I think at some points is powerful enough to, like, transcend that. But you're right. Like, is it going to be, like, they set up Kang... And then just like kneecap him at the last second and have Dr. Doom like be the real villain. Like, I don't know. That would seem like a total like, uh, like letdown if they're setting up Kang for years. That would also mean presuming that he would be in Fantastic Four. That means he'd be the villain in three movies, which seems like too much. Yeah, I agree. That's like oversaturation. They can't just have him keep showing up and not. And obviously like this is all going to make, become clear as we move along, but I don't think they would do that. I don't think so either. Um, but I do think they need to establish him well before. Cause like, obviously like Thanos didn't have a lot of screen time before infinity war, but we had an idea. He didn't need it. But like, you know, when he was in guardians, like that established yeah. like who he was and what he was trying to do. Same for, um, honestly, like Loki only having been in, one movie before Avengers and it made it very oh, clear yeah. like what I his forgot. goal was. And he's like, I'm going to come back and like, I always forget that Earth. he was like a genuine villain. Yeah. And like, they did that pretty well. Yeah, definitely. Cause like, and, but honestly I do remember when Avengers was like being, uh, announced or like news was coming out and they're like, Loki's the, the villain. And I, I was like, wait, <laughs> wasn't Loki just the villain? I mean, there were some people that thought, like, Thanos was going to be the villain of the first Avengers movie. Like, seriously. You can go back to find some Reddit threads from, like, 2011. Oh, like, it's they like just, a, like, called it. Yeah. Where some people thought Thanos was going to be, like, the second, like, Avengers movie villain. Like, the the scale wasn't realized yet. So I think they know how to, how to properly build up a villain. We just haven't seen any of it yet. Um, but I think it's coming. I think it's coming. And... Right, like like you said, uh, like phases one through three were branded the Infinity Saga. They branded this the Multiverse Saga. So we haven't gotten that much Multiverse stuff yet. Of the movies so far, we've had two of them deal with the Multiverse, and we've had one show deal with the Multiverse. Um, so I'm expecting that to get ramped up considerably. All right, well, that was quite a bit of information, um, but we'd like to hear... Hear your thoughts. Yeah. Do you have some insider knowledge that we don't know about? Do you know of any other projects that could fill in these gaps? Because 
I don't know. We got we. There's still a, a lot of questions in the air. A lot of people have been introduced, as you said, in post credit things and stuff like that. How are they all going to come to fruition? Yeah, like we don't know. We don't know. We really do not know, and we would love to know, and we won't know for two years. But it'll be a fun ride, and I'm sure. Uh, I mean, I, I hope that D23 this year will give us an opportunity to again go over new stuff that will be announced. And maybe we'll get some Spider-Man news too. Maybe the Doctor Doom thing will be with the young Avengers fighting each other on that planet. That could be cool too. That would be really cool. I mean, I'm thinking young Avengers, something with the young Avengers is one of those phase six gaps for sure, if not sooner. Yeah. But we'll find out. All right. So until next time, we we are are out out of the the superverse. superverse.